Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Get started on your own path to living vibrantly. The first step, Goshen Health. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sound of the Economy. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Today's episode is the Sound of the Economy. Brought to you in part by Everance. Ground your finances in values like care, hope, and sharing. Everance. Today, we welcome Travis Bontrager. He is the managing broker of Bontrager Realty and invested in the housing situation, the housing outlook, if you will, here in Goshen and Elkhart County. And Travis, obviously, this is something that has moved to the top of the agenda for almost everybody who's looking at economic development here in Elkhart County and in the city of Goshen in particular. And I want to talk about some of your perspective on this. But first of all, let's rewind the clock a little bit. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. We were chatting uh, prior to going on the air about your experience at Bontrager Hardy's and just talk about now how your career started and where it got to where it's at right now. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a old soul, but I'm, not very old. I'm only 34, but I started when I was 18. Travis, I have sweatshirts that are 34. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I just have to address that because sometimes uh, the beard will throw people off. Yeah, there off. you go. That's what it's there for. But uh, I started very green with Bontrager Hardy's. Um, and Bontrager Hardy's was a premier developer in Goshen at the time, building lots of new construction. And so the owner was a relative of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so he brought me on board. He knew my upbringing. And so he said, hey, here's a guy. I can teach him all my dirty tricks. I don't have to unlearn bad habits. And so that's what he began to do. And in doing that, um, there was also a property management company that that they had. Mm -hmm. And that was one of my main involvements, too, was getting involved in property. Uh, We had a little over 200 units at that time, which back then things weren't so web-based. And so that was a lot of paperwork Mm -hmm. and a lot of hands-on stuff. Um, And so it was a... It was a really good type of apprenticeship uh, because I could have went to a four-year university, and this was way more valuable. Larry was one of the top agents, or very much one of the top agents, or the top agent at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So learning from him was invaluable. Just listening to him speak every day, door was open between his office and mine. Ah, I mean, the kind of stuff that I soaked up. Just you can't put a dollar value. Overheard on. conversations are often better than any lecture you can sit through, you know, for 90 minutes on campus or what have you. With all due apology to academics out there, but that hands-on experience means a lot. So now we fast forward. You have your own business with, with Bonterger Realty, and you are right in the middle of perhaps one of the most pressing questions we have in the city of Goshen right now is, what are we going to do for housing? If you would, Travis, just kind of give us an idea of the dilemma that's facing us right now. So the biggest thing that's kind of hard to get people's minds wrapped around is just, it's kind of a long, long building problem. It did start during the recession. We had an oversupply of homes because we had lots of foreclosures. We had lots of existing inventory at that time. At that point in time, we had well over a thousand homes for sale plus foreclosures. Mm-hmm. So new construction just com- took a backseat. We had lots of new construction up to that point, and it just became an afterthought because nobody wanted to do it and it was expensive. So we took a break from building because there was no need for it. So 
people kept getting older. People kept coming to the area and buying up our used inventory, which was a better deal. And then new construction starts to come back, probably not until about 2015 or so. And it still was not the forefront. And we were mostly just building, especially in Goshen, on our existing inventory of lots. So that began to happen. No more new development. Hasn't been a major subdivision added in the area since basically pre-recession. So we're now coming to a point where demand has continued to stay strong. And we have just began to gobble up all Mm -hmm. of our inventory at an astonishing rate. Um, In fact, the rate of sales in Goshen has been almost identical in the MLS. From 2017, 18, 19, 20, and 21, we sold almost exactly 360 to 380 homes consistently. But that rate of consumption now has exceeded what we have available. Mm -hmm. So now we're basically choosing from crumbs. Mm -hmm. We have nothing for sale. So at the same time, what's happening is while the availability of housing has has, has shrunk a bit, or a lot, uh, not just a bit, we've had an explosion of employment. Yes. So, and, and one of the things, you and I both attended the same workshop talking about housing, and one of the things that, that I tried to articulate from my role on the Redevelopment Commission is this. Uh, I want to be able to provide in the city of Goshen, for those who work here, the opportunity to affordably live here. And right now, that's a very difficult proposition, isn't it? It is very tricky because the pace, I mean, wages have gone up, mm-hmm. but really, if you would pair those as a percentage, even what wages have increased, home prices and rent have jumped far beyond. Um, in fact, if you would look at 2014 as an example, the first year that our prices came back to where they were at 2007, mm-hmm. okay, so that was about 135,000. We're now at about 225,000. For pretty much the same wow. as our median home mm-hmm. sale price. That's a big jump. And wages, we've always enjoyed a good housing affordability index. Mm-hmm. We still do, but it is becoming a lot less than, it's just a lot less favor. And it's starting to stretch people's incomes a lot more just to get a home. So yep. jobs are good. <laughs> Money's good, but you're paying more for the housing. Well, the latest statistics that we saw anywhere from 20 to 25,000 people who work in Elkhart County, and that would, of course, include Goshen, especially on Goshen's south side, uh, come from outside the county to work here. I mean, that's an incredible number. That's a number you would expect, like, um, on the Indiana side of Louisville or in the region outside Chicago or whatever the case may be maybe even Marion County in Indianapolis. And here we have much the same of those numbers. Now, what really, Travis, and and you can kind of expound on this where multifamily housing is concerned, one of the wake-up calls for me as far as the housing challenges here in the city of Goshen, Park 33 was one of the most significant multifamily housing developments we did in almost 20 years. Yes. And and the folks who established Park 33, they've since sold and, and moved on, but when the initial uh, tenants came into Park 33, the folks there explained to me that 75% of the original tenants came from outside the city of Goshen, and that about 75% of that 75% already worked here in Goshen. So we had workers in Goshen who finally got an opportunity to live in the city or closer to work who snapped up availability like that. 
That to me, Travis says, we need to do something. You absolutely. And to expound a little bit on that statistic, the other number that I saw included people that were coming from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And that number was actually closer to 40,000. Wow. Yeah. So think about that. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a lot of people. <laughs> but so Goshen's a nice little hub. It's kind of in the center of the county. And it's got a lot of economic activity. People are very drawn to it. Mm-hmm. And I see, well, I have for years, tons of demand to come into Goshen. We've revitalized our downtown. And a lot of other projects are bringing people here, not just jobs. But what you said is correct. If it's there, the availability is there, people will pounce on it. Mm-hmm. We have people that are trying to come to Goshen, can't. Yeah. And there was even an article written about how much the schools have been suffering. Mm-hmm. I think the article said a little over 200, 200 students they've lost um, in the past year or two. And, and in, in the part, ex- that's due to housing. In the exit interview, they mentioned housing, in the, in the lack of affordable housing. So let me, let me ask you this from a realtor's perspective. Um, I'm not guessing that the American dream has changed that much, that people still at some point want to own their own home. But most of the discussion we've had so far has developed around multifamily housing. Mm -hmm. How do we address that dream while also providing that second step, if you will, or maybe even the first step of starting in quality multifamily housing and then make sure that that dream still holds where you can move into your own home. Mm -hmm. It's pretty common for people when they come into a new area to just rent initially, Mm -hmm. and then they feel out the parts or what area that they want to choose to live in. That's actually extremely common. Um, Actually, it's recommended by me Mm -hmm. for especially new people that don't know the area at all. Um, But what that does is it does give people flexibility. Renting is flexible. It can lock you in for six, 12, 18 months, Mm -hmm. right? Um, but it does give you a foothold into the area and then you can be stable, save money and then move out to purchase. Um, but it gets people here. Like that's, that's the main thing is there's people that want to come here and Mm -hmm. they don't want to commute 20, 30 minutes to work. I do. That's not enjoyable, especially when we get (laughs) snow and terrible weather and you got to wake up at three, four in the morning and come here and work in a factory or somewhere else. That's not enjoyable. And people kind of get burned out with that. And then they choose to go work somewhere else where that doesn't exist. That has actually been a thing that I've, I've heard from even tenants yeah, trying to get here. Yeah, it's, another, it, it, it's just another challenge. So let me, let me get to here. And I know this is simplistic, but it's also something that you've thought about. I, I mean, heard you talk about it. Let's do the Travis Bontrager wish list. <laughs> if, if the city and private sector and others can get involved to create Short-term solutions, first steps, if you will. What are some of these first steps we need to take in, let's say, this next year or so? Are, are you talking a little bit about like that, well, the TIF bond policy that's mm-hmm. been created by right. Mark and Becky at mm-hmm. the Redevelopment Commission, also you're on the commission. Right. I don't know if you've read that entire thing. I've read it twice. It is incredibly well put together. That is an incredibly important step because that allows for the city and private developers partner together Mm -hmm. to kind of fill this gap, which we have a major gap between the cost to build and where rents are at. I mean, rents are increasing, but the cost to build is just running so far ahead. Right. And so that gap, if you put down numbers, you put down a pro forma together, you can't make cash flow. And if if you have a loan from the bank, the bank says, well, we need some cash flow. That's too risky. Right. So 
that's kind of where we're at. Is we're kind of stuck with that. But my wish list would be, we do have available places to build um, multifamily in particular, it, but there's kind of a hesitancy to go and take that big of a risk right now. These are kind of uncertain times. We are staring, we are, we're staring down some kind of hard to overcome obstacles as far as development goes. Mm-hmm. It's cost, labor, you name it. It's difficult and it takes longer. Um, but if, if there's a willingness with Goshen to work with private developers, like what we're seeing right now, mm-hmm. um, that is a huge win. And it needs to also be with the county as well, not just in Goshen. Right. But there's this change. We used to, like, let's say when unemployment was very high, right? If we had an employer coming to the area, we were going, great, you're bringing jobs. We have the people, we have the unemployment, we can fill these jobs. Well, now we're kind of looking at like, well, we have all these jobs and these opening, but we don't have the people. Where are the people coming to our area to mm-hmm. work? And these employers have been griping about this for a while. And so that's something we have to look at. Well, we need this housing. Here's, here's a place where we can start to, pendulum has shifted the other way. We have to solve that problem. So we go from multifamily to single family. We also have a focus. You know, I think it's important that we look at market rate housing. We look at workforce housing. That's a, that's a term I hope we start using more. Mm-hmm. Uh, affordable housing, we need to address that as well. Um, and sometimes that means low-income housing mm-hmm. or getting La Casa and others involved. But that, to me, that sweet spot right now is workforce housing. Can you work in Goshen and then also have somewhere where you can afford to live in Goshen? The answer would be yes. Um, affordable housing has typically been kind of about 30% of one's income. Mm-hmm. And based upon our median uh, household incomes, uh, we can afford quite a bit of rent. Uh, we're not accustomed to paying the kind of rent that we're starting to see. So there's this change. Mm-hmm. But it's also a level of rent that's still a lot less than many other areas of the country. Like we look at well, people from other cities will look at what we pay and go, mm-hmm. <laughs> for a two-bedroom apartment, you're only paying this? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Here's it, this closet in New York. You got $3,000 right. yeah, a month or whatever. And that's kind of a change yeah. That's we're not used to. Well, um, there are more questions right now, certainly, than there are answers, but at least we're starting to answer the question. We appreciate the fact, Travis, that you've been part of that as well. And uh, I wish you well as you consider to you know, tackle these partnerships. And thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Travis Bontrager of Bontrager Realty. He is the managing partner. Did we get that right? Broker. (laughs) Managing broker. There we go. (laughs) Managing partner sounds like a law firm. I know it does. Sound of the Economy brought to you in part by Everance and is a presentation of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. Join us on Sound of Goshen for Sound of the Economy, Sound of Success, Sound of Service, and Sounds Around Town. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Thank you for joining us.